This is The Unholy Union. A podcast where you'll be subjected to highly offensive marital discourse. If you do not feel insulted during this week's episode, don't worry, we'll try harder next week. If you can relate to our ramblings, we want to be friends with you. If you believe that we take it too far or our mouths are too much for you, then with as much love and sincerity as we can muster, you can suck it. Welcome to The Unholy Union. Back at it. (laughs) There's a little delay there. I didn't didn't know what to say. (laughs) I pushed the record button before I was ready. I don't, uh, yeah, turn it off. No, we're not turning it (laughs) off. We're going for it. (laughs) Oh. Okay, so new equipment. Yeah, we got new equipment and we have no idea what we're doing. So it's just supposed to be a little bit easier. Yeah, you're already smacking the microphone. I didn't mean to. Well, stop. Uh, So we've got a couple of topics for today. It's, it's been a rough week. Yeah, just all kinds of stuff going on around here. Weather-related crap. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much, I would say, almost the whole country at this point, other yeah. than Florida. Yeah, Good we're going to move to Florida. At this rate, like, it was 80 degrees and everywhere else is ice. Yep. I am planning on, hopefully, teleworking full-time. And if that happens, we are out of here. Yeah. Florida. Way, way out of here. Like, gone. Yeah. 80 degree weather all day, every day. That's right. Good grief. Well, last time we kind of did a hot. <laughs> we did... Come on now. Good Lord. I was going to say hot and heavy. I'm like, wait. <laughs> that sounds weird. I need to go to bed. Uh... <laughs> See, this is, this is, I don't know how I feel about this. You are this, struggling. Today. All this new podcast equipment and you've got buttons you can push now. Like this is. We're getting official. I'm getting technical. Good yes. grief. Anyways, so we got really heavy with our last podcast just because it had been five years. Life has happened. There was a lot to go over in that five years. But we mentioned through Russ's mental health journey that we'd bring it in from time to time in our podcast. And for this specific one, I figured we could start off with a very simple question and one that I think most people ask when we first say that Russ has OCD and, you know, we went through this journey. I think a lot of people ask, well, how did you know you had OCD? And I kind of wanted to pose that question to you. Well, that's a really tough question. Well, I mean, honestly, the answer is I didn't know or... Yeah, I, how did I know? Oh, say that one more time. Yeah, how did you know you had OCD? I didn't. The The only time that I knew that I had OCD was when I got diagnosed. And even then, I had a hard time accepting it because I didn't want this lifelong thing weighing over my head. And that was a big deal for me at first, too. Like, when the doctor said, yeah, you have OCD, and it was a legitimate OCD therapist that said this, I was like, nah, he's wrong. He's wrong. He's wrong. I don't want to have OCD. So it was a lack of acceptance I went through during this whole journey. And that honestly hampered my healing. The faster that I accepted it, the faster I began to start to at least move on. Well, maybe I should phrase that a little differently then. I mean, I feel like a lot of people would ask that. How did you know you had OCD? But I think we mentioned it at the last podcast as well that. It came a time where the therapists that we were seeing at the time weren't really getting down to the issue. Right. They felt like they were kind of high level and weren't 
weren't getting the help that we needed at first. Well, yeah, it was all talk therapy, which is completely detrimental to progress in OCD. So let me rephrase that, knowing what I know. How did you realize that you needed something different than what they were providing? After three or four separate therapists and there was zero progress in my OCD, I knew that I started to want to get better and I started to do my own research. Doing my own research is how I kind of started leaning towards, yeah, this starting to sound like a little bit of OCD. Not a little bit because it ended up being pretty much my entire issue, but just feeling like I was spinning tires was when I realized like, hey, this isn't just anxiety, which is what I was kind of not hoping, but what I kind of understood what I had to be. These people just assumed that that's all I had, which was kind of a mistake on them because I'm putting my mental health care kind of in their hands. I mean, and they didn't bring up the fact that, hey, you might have OCD if you're having these intrusive thoughts that won't leave you alone all day. So that's when I said, all right, Dr. Google, I hate I hate you so much, but guess what? I'm going to have to make use of you for now. And it was like a research of your symptoms, not yeah. that you just went out and said, eh, let's start with OCD. It was... No, it, it was, I am having intrusive thought, whatever, and... You just type in your intrusive thought in Google and you will be surprised at how many people have what you have. So don't think you're alone. Once again, do not think that you are alone. There's OCD is more common than you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to know your own symptoms, to know how you're feeling is extremely important. And then to go off of that and seek your own support, your own what is it? What is it? <laughs> Help? <laughs> right. To Assistance. seek your own, right. Your own treatment. That's the word. Yeah. To seek the treatment that you think will best suit you. Because like you said, you felt like talk therapy wasn't helping. Well, and it, that there's been multiple things researched and posted that talk therapy is almost the opposite of what you need when you have OCD. Because talk therapy for anxiety is a lot of reassurance, which in itself is a compulsion. So just to make it clear to people that don't have OCD, a compulsion is something that you do to get relief from your intrusive thoughts and from your anxiety. Well, yeah. So for your obsession for people with harm, OCD, generally they would say, Hey wife, Hey husband, would I do something like that? You know, would I hurt somebody? Would I, or am I gay? You know, whatever. Could I be contaminated? Yeah. Could I, could I be dirty? Do you think that I wash my hands enough? That's, uh, that, that's your reassurance. And that's what these talk therapists do. I mean, especially for depression and anxiety, they try to talk you into, you know, just being okay with, the situation that makes you anxious, but being okay with you thinking these weird thoughts. Being okay with your fear. 
Yeah, I mean, be, them saying... You will never oh, be you, okay with oh, your fear. Oh, you will never... You would never do that, blah, blah, blah. You know, you would never... You're not gay if you don't think you're gay. All that's doing is feeding the monster. You're just reaffirming to your brain that, yeah, it's correct in assuming that these intrusive thoughts are a threat. It's messed up. <laughs> it's a vicious cycle. You can... You see something like some somebody with contamination OCD, they pick up a shoe. I don't know. But they automatically assume, like, holy shit, this shoe is contaminated. So they got to wash their hands a hundred times. It's like the the thing that you think you're doing to help yourself is actually hurting you. Right. It's a freaking circle that's awful. You got to break it. And that's what these OCD therapists are for. Right. And ERP is is your your step to to getting better, even though it's pretty scary in itself. Hard, hard work. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about ERP probably in a later episode because that's definitely something that that needs to be said. And I th- I feel like it would help a lot of people out with OCD just to be prepared for it. Gotcha. Well, no, it'll definitely be in a future episode. But I feel like. We kind of brush the surface with what the journey was that we have gone through in the past year and a half. And we're going to take little bits of each of our episodes yeah. to kind of talk about it. And I feel like that's a common one. Like, how did you know you had OCD? And- <laughs> that's a brutal question because honestly, it was self-research, which is a, technically a compulsion. And then just finally stepping up and going to see another therapist you know, one that was specialized in OCD because OCD is in itself very specialized. It harps on one thing and that's like your greatest fears. Yep. Okay. Well, I was going to give you a little bit more free reign. Again, you mentioned in the very first podcast that we've done in the past five years, your OCD as well as your next favorite topic. What, Bitcoin? Yeah. What about Bitcoin? What do you want to know about Bitcoin? I know way too much already. <laughs> so whatever wisdom you want to embark no, we, upon uh, our listeners. So so Bitcoin broke the $1 trillion market cap today, which is awesome. It's it sounds fancy. Oh, it's huge. It's It's an insane number that a currency that was created by the people is blowing up and it's going to overtake... I mean, I can't, don't quote me on this. It might not, but I'm pretty sure it's going to overtake pretty much every currency in the, in the world. And it's the greatest store of value on the planet. It's just an awesome, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of anti-government as it is, you know? <laughs> anti-government intrusion. Let's be clear here. Yeah, intrusion yeah. into citizens' it, lives. Yeah, right, right. Like, I, the U.S. dollar is, Losing its value, I I read a statistic that it's lost over ninety percent of its value since like nineteen fifty. Well, they're printing it like it's yeah, nobody. I yeah. mean, I understand that a lot of people need these stimulus checks and all that stuff, especially during this time. Yeah, right for, for this COVID COVID stuff. But the fact that they're also talking about just wiping out debt, student loan debt. I mean. It, that that's going to require printing a lot of money, and that just makes all the dollars that are already in circulation worth a lot less. The beauty of Bitcoin is there's 21 million. There's no no way they can print or mint more. And honestly, that 21 million figure is high because a lot of people 
tend to forget how to access their Bitcoin, so they're lost forever. If you have a, a wallet on your computer and you forget about it, you could lock your your Bitcoins up forever. You're done. Well, let's back up a second because I, it's like drinking from a water hose. I, I, ugh. There's a lot that you mean like Niagara it. Falls. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it really is trying to understand all this. The idea that there is a computerized currency. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, a lot to think about. So I think starting at the very basic, like. You, in your layman's terms, describe what Bitcoin is for people who have never heard about it. Okay, it's a decentralized currency. It's run by no country. It's run by no single person, not one single entity. It's out of the scope of any government. They can't make changes to it. That's why the 21 million figure, it's always going to be 21 million because of the nature of Bitcoin. It's decentralized. People run nodes. People run mining equipment. I'm not going to get into all that stuff because I don't want to mess up and it's super <laughs> deep. And quite frankly, I don't understand it completely. I, I've, I am pretty near the beginning of my whole Bitcoin journey. I, I just started investing, but I did invest pretty damn heavily. I went YOLO on it. So it's paid off a lot though. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, decentralized currency. Yeah, yeah. It's, what gives it value? Well, the same, well, the fact that you are burning energy, it's an energy thing, and all the equipment that is run behind the scenes for Bitcoin. And to be honest with you, what gives the US dollar value? Fair point. Nothing. It's a piece of paper. It used, every single dollar used to be backed. By a physical piece of gold. Right. That's not the case anymore. Right. You actually look up what a dollar looked like or even coins. Was it coins? I don't know if it, I don't know if there, it was actually I think coins may have been made out of the currency or, you know, like a portion of the currency like, like silver. Uh, yeah. Like silver or pennies were a portion of copper, I believe. I don't know. I don't even know if that's true, but I think so. Yeah, I you can actually look it up where it'll actually say that your dollar is backed by a certain whatever. Yeah, I think they were called like gold reserve notes or right. silver reserve note. Right. You can actually look it up on Google. It'll show you what a dollar used to look like and it'll say a silver or gold. I'll have to look it up again. Reserve note. I can't remember what that what that exact term was, but right. And now it says a federal reserve note. Yeah, it's a promissory note. Like, hey, this might have gold backed by it, but we can't guarantee it. You know, it's full of shit. That dollar, obviously, it's good right now because you can buy shit with it. But at what point is there so many of them that it's worth jack shit? I mean, look at places like Venezuela. There's money in the streets and people won't pick it up because it's worth nothing. That's horrifying. This is what we make for a living. You know, we work our asses off all day to pay a mortgage, you know, pay electric, all that, pay the utilities, you know, stimulate the economy. And all they're doing is printing more and making it worth less and less. So technically, if you've been at the same job for 10 years, 
even if you've gotten little raises here and there, you're probably technically making less. Your your value or your dollar value isn't going as far as it used to. Right. Well, and I think that's a lot of anyone who comes across Bitcoin and tries to understand it. That's kind of like the hurdle to get over is the understanding of what gives a Bitcoin the value that it has. I mean, there's there's multi millions of dollars behind it just based on mining equipment and all that stuff. I'm not like I said, I cannot get into mining right now because honestly, that shit is too deep for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I want to research it more, but I've been so hyper focused on just investing and figuring out the best way to invest. And so, to protect your investments. Yeah, and to protect your investments, which I highly suggest you get some form of hardware wallet, like the cold card, and get your shit off of exchanges. Oh my goodness. If if there's any advice, just learn self-custody. Get your Bitcoin off of exchanges. Well, I think again, we'll get to all that. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm gonna plug Cold card. I'm right going to shill it. I'm going to shill cold card because that thing is fucking amazing. <laughs> it looks it uh, honestly, it looks it. like it looks like a calculator and and they actually it's cool as shit. They ship it to you. It's from Canada. They ship it to you. And I guess when it hits customs, they don't want people opening it up and kind of tampering with it because, I mean, it can seriously hold a, a substantial amount of net worth for people. So they they label it on the outside as a calculator. It's funny as shit. I'm like, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> but that's okay because it's funny. <laughs> I mean, it does look like one. Yeah, it does. It's got a bunch of numbers. It's it's cool. Just look up cold card. It's it's an amazing piece of hardware, and it's Bitcoin only, which means there's a there's less of an attack surface for any other type of code to be injected in. It, it's it's an awesome piece of piece of hardware for sure. Okay. We'll get into all this shit yes. later. Yes. So we talked about what it is, decentralized currency. We talked about what gives it value. I mean, I, wait a second. I will say Bitcoin is almost, it can be spent as currency, but I think the better word is store of value, like a chunk of gold. It holds its value, whereas it holds its value or it gets more expensive per Bitcoin, just because it's so scarce. Right. There isn't that risk of inflation. No, it, it's honestly, it's what is it? Deflationary currency, because there's less and less over time because people fuck up. Right. Don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I and, and and just to be clear, at the very beginning of all this Bitcoin stuff, one dude spent 10,000 Bitcoin on two two large pizzas. I bet you he is kicking himself in the nuts. I would love to see, and again, we'll get into this at another time, but the blockchain for that, to see where it all went after yeah. that. Does the pizza company still have it? That, honestly. Because if they do. Oh, they're loaded. That dude, fucking right. shut that pizza place down. Right. Buy you a yacht. I mean, he's got like gold encrusted pizza crust. Yeah, at this, at this very time, we are at 56225 dollars us dollars per bitcoin per bitcoin per gotcha. bitcoin so ten thousand bitcoin times fifty six thousand dollars <laughs> i can't do that shit in my head should we ask our <laughs> no no okay <laughs> i was gonna ask our smart house no device. i think the people at home can uh, do their calculator magic or ask their their smart home speakers <laughs> of choice yeah we're not gonna say 
her name. No, because I don't want her going off and acting all stupid and shit. <laughs> I don't on know that lights. one. I don't know that one. I know you don't. You're fucking stupid. No, my thing would be turning all the lights and our daughter wake up. Huh? So, she'll, no. And she'll be in here interrupting this beautiful podcast. Because <laughs> we're doing so great. I don't know. It started off a little rough. I'm still stuttering a little bit. Yeah. I, th- I think it's because it's been a super long week. I think so, too. Like, okay, so there's the holiday that yeah. was in there, and then... Yeah, Monday was President's Day. All this weather, and we've just been cooped up in the house yeah. because of the weather. Yeah. But still teleworking. Right. So we've been staring at computer screens all day, which is... I don't know. And trying to balance homeschool, essentially, yeah, right. because our daughter's school has been closed. Right. Due to weather. Due to weather and, and the vid, so... Right. So just trying to balance it all. It's so. it's hard to to even get motivated to do this podcast to be a hundred percent honest with you. But we I, do we were, it because we love it. Oh, I, I I enjoy the shit out of it. I wouldn't have bought this nice ass podcast mixer if I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another impulse buy. Yeah, I found a ooh shiny and I bought it. Uh-huh. But I got the uh good graces from Lynn's so. <laughs> I did. I did say, all right, fine on this one. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, so we talked about your OCD. We talked about Bitcoin for a little bit, and we'll bring in more Bitcoin. But your next topic that you wanted to talk about, I'm putting all of this onus on you Well, right this, now. this is just super weird. I'm I... putting it all on you because if anybody thinks that I'm tinfoil hat, I'm just going to say no. I'm not saying I believe this or not. I'm going to point directly at you. I don't even know if with your shiny is... little tinfoil hat on the top of your dome. I don't even know if this shit is true. Go for it. So, Bitcoin, Twitter, there's a... <laughs> There's a lot of goobers, but there's this one guy on there on Twitter. He he's actually super rich from Bitcoin, and he posted. I th- I think he posted a tweet about what are your favorite conspiracy theories. So I'm like, wow, I got to read this shit. <laughs> I got to see what everybody's fucking thinking. Disclaimer: Do not believe everything you read on the internet. No, 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 and I, I and I don't believe it or. I think it's fun. <laughs> it's cool reading, though, because, I mean, if, if the stuff is fake, then somebody's got a hell of an imagination. It, they, they should be a fucking author. Well, this guy posted that about your favorite conspiracy, and somebody posted after him and said that ancient civilizations such as Egypt, they were more advanced than we thought. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? So he continued to thread and he said, they're more advanced than we thought because the pyramids were actually giant power generators. I'm like, what the fuck? How does a big ass pile of rocks generate electricity? Admittedly, I agree. Like, how did they build those things back then? Well, yeah. I like, mean, how did they have the engineering, the ingenuity well, to get I mean, it done? They used a lot of slave power. I mean, tr- yes, I understand that, but. Yeah. I mean, it just seems like a huge feat for such an ancient civilization. Oh, yeah, for sure. I to mean, have, like, all these booby traps and all these, like, different areas, crypts. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Well, I think, I think, one, I don't know the name of it, but one of the pyramids is, so far, has no tombs in it huh. at all. I mean, that they have found. I mean, those things are like mazes and stuff. Right. But, uh, Labyrinth. So... I guess that lend 
lends towards it being, well, okay, so there's no tombs in here. What's it for? What's it for? So a lot of people started studying it, and they found out that if you put food under a pyramid-shaped object, it stays fresher longer. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then they also said, if you put razors, like your shaving razors in there, they also don't, like, like they stay fresh longer. They don't dull as fast. And supposedly they even sharpen themselves in there because of magnetic forces and all this shit. I'm like, yeah, okay. But anyway, so one of the parts of the story that I thought was cool as shit was there was some explorer used to be able to climb to the very top of these pyramids. Him and a group of people climbed to the very top of this pyramid. And it's flat up there because the capstones are missing. That's another big-ass mystery. There, that's, that's another one that they keep saying, well, if the capstone was in place, it would be generating a fuck ton of electricity or whatever. Anyway, they went up to the top. It's huge and flat. A dude supposedly wet a newspaper and shoved it in a bottle, and it launched sparks out of it. Like, by itself. Right. There, he didn't plug it in and nothing. Ain't no fucking power up there. Mm. And That you know of. Uh, yeah, maybe. And it shot sparks out of it. So I'm like, holy shit. And then the story goes on and says that one of the guys he was up there with accidentally kicked it up, kicked over his experiment or was just fucking with the dude and was going to break the bottle. And he, the, the guy that was doing that bottle experiment picked up that bottle and aimed it at the dude. And supposedly it knocked his ass onto the ground and knocked him unconscious. I'm like, these motherfuckers got lasers and shit. <laughs> oh, here we go. How the, the mystical hell? lasers, the outer space lasers or whatever. Well, I'm right? like, how? I'm, but, I mean, I, like I said, true or false, I don't know. I'm just telling <laughs> you an interesting story that I read online, and it was fucking, I was like, holy shit. But Tesla, he was super interested in. He is in Elon Musk. No, no, no. Oh. No, the real Tesla. Nikola Tesla. Oh. He was super interested. Is someone in- named Tesla? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's some knowledge for me. Okay. Yeah, that's where all that stuff, all the, all those names come from. But yeah, he believes that the Earth itself is, or he believed that the Earth itself is a giant capacitor and that there's all kinds of, like, he, he believed, I, he believed that the earth should be able to pretty much energize itself and you could run shit from the earth. You could run power from the earth. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, we're technically sitting on a fucking massive pool of lava and all that stuff. So it makes sense. Yeah, to me. the earth has its own electromagnetic field. I mean, well, and then in the, in, you know, underneath the, the crust and all that, it's supposedly liquid. And tectonic plates. Yeah, hot-ass liquid. All that. So why can't you harness that energy? Don't they do it in Iceland? Isn't that entire country powered by renewable or... Thermal energy? Something yeah, something like that. Like that yeah. Because it's it's on top of a fucking active volcano. All of their roads are heated, so they don't have to deal with ice. Yeah, and, and it's cold as shit there, so they definitely would have to deal with it otherwise. Yeah, we watched that one show, remember, with Zach Efron? Down to Earth. Yeah, Down to Earth with Zach Efron, and they went there. That was a pretty good show. Yeah. That was they fucking good. made bread and shit in the sand because it's so hot. <laughs> they only had to dig, what, like two feet or something yeah, like that and to they, put it in? And they cooked eggs and shit. They had breakfast off from 
<laughs> without even having a stove on. Mm-hmm. But it yeah, so, I mean, it all makes sense. It's, it seems kind of cool just to research that stuff. And don't quote me on that Tesla stuff, because I, I like I said, this was all down the rabbit hole of some dude saying <laughs> that the damn pyramid was a fucking power generator. And that ancient Egypt had fucking TVs and stuff. <laughs> You didn't say that. No, no. But, but they, it makes me curious. If they know that the capstones are missing, why won't they recreate them? Like, are they afraid? I don't know. It's you know? weird. I mean, from what I understood was those capso- capstones were made from, like, solid gold. Well, okay, so expensive. So I don't, yeah, I don't know <laughs> if that's why. I mean, what's interesting is we were talking about the dollar. The capstone is on the dollar. Yes. Yep. With the, the pyramid, eye on it. Yep. Like the... It was Illuminati, yeah, right? but yeah, but isn't that weird though? Like that we reference that capstone on the dollar, and no one fucking knows where that thing is huh. or those things are. Yeah, kind of like the nose to the. Oh yeah. crap! Oh, the Sphinx. Yes, the Sphinx nose. Yeah, well, Bubble Guppies did a whole episode on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as a parent. <laughs> oh yay! <laughs> Bubble Guppies. We can. We used to be able to recite that one. That one's not the the phase right now. Julie and the Phantoms is. Help. Yeah, we've we've <laughs> we've watched Julie and the Phantoms from start to finish at least fifteen times. Yeah. And that kind of segues into the next topic here. What is that? Well, Apple brought back Peanuts. Technically oh, yeah. it's the Snoopy show is what it's called. But they brought back Peanuts. So if you remember the comics of the Peanuts, Charlie Brown, Good Grief, they brought back a show and it's more focused on Snoopy, but I think it's still, you yeah, know. Yeah, they, they got, they have the whole cast there. Exactly. Much. It's just, it's focused on the best character, let's be clear. <laughs> but it's sheer nostalgia, you know, like. Yeah, they did a hell of a job on it. It's so good. Even our daughter likes it. Oh, yeah. We can't get her that into it just yet. Well, and it, it seems pretty true to the original cartoon. Absolutely, yep. It almost seems like it kind of picked up where it left off, yeah. you know. Where, yeah, it's just Snoopy and Woodstock. I mean, the whole gang is there, and it is it is just sheer nostalgia. I really liked it. I thought it was pretty good. Well, speaking of, like, animation, oh, my. Animation. Uh-huh. I need some milk. Disney, I believe, bought Blue Sky Entertainment, the people that did Ice Age. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Is yep. that, that's Blue Sky, right? I think that's what it is. They okay. did. They did Ice Age and they did. They also did that Charlie Charlie Brown movie. Mm-hmm. They fucking shut them down. Oh, because I think I think Fox owned them, and then I believe Disney bought Fox, and then Disney said put the put the shutdown on them. I'm like, what the fuck? I bet you Apple buys the movie, buys the rights to the Peanuts movie. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I I bet they did. They probably have the rights to all that. But I was just kind of like, okay, Disney. It was kind of nice having these other CG movies besides your shit. <laughs> and now you fucking chopping the competition. Yeah. Well, we still got Illumination. Chopping the competition like Danny LaRusso. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. I was actually going to bring up Cobra Kai about the whole pyramids thing because there's a scene where Johnny Lawrence says, I knew it about the T-Rexes built the pyramid. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny as shit. I love ah, that show. That's, that's my a favorite good one. show. That's a good one. But I wanted to say, what are some other nostalgic shows that they are or that they should bring back? And kind of pose that question. I mean, they brought back, Co- well, K- Karate Kid. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a huge nostalgia thing for me because I watched that as a kid. 
my mom <laughs> wrote what is his real name? Ralph Machio. Yeah, Ralph Machio, a letter back then, and he respond. You know, fan mail response, probably fucking printed and half <laughs> bullshit. But he responded back and signed a little card saying, you know, thank you for your support. I thought that was funny as shit. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I watched that when I was a kid. And I mean, I love that stuff. It's it. looking back on it now. It's straight corny, (laughs) you know, but but, how odd is it that our daughter likes that, too? Oh, she fucking loves. She loves Karate Kid. And she has watched Cobra Kai. Yeah, I think not one of our better parent decisions. I mean, to be fair. It wasn't that bad the first season. Yeah. It was pretty true to to Karate Kid where, it, you know, it's a little violent, but that's competition and blah, blah, blah. Well, this stuff is like bullying and right. it's kicking people deeper. off of the... F- oh, shit. Spoiler. <laughs> oh. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it got a little more violent, you know. People getting bullied at school. I mean, I know, I know, Karate Kid was like that too, but it was a little bit more tame, I guess you could say. You didn't see someone, spoiler, falling off of the top of a balcony at school and literally breaking his neck and leg and all that shit. Right. So it has gotten a lot deeper as the story goes. I has for sure. Absolutely, and I appreciate. I think it's awesome, but our daughter might not watch season four at this point. I I think she's done. I mean, season. I don't think she watched season three. Did she? No, she watched season two, but I don't think she watched season three. This latest one. Mm -hmm. I mean, we kind of we had it on, but I don't think she she seemed kind of out of interest. Up, yeah, because it's again getting deeper. Yeah, and and they. I mean, a lot of this stuff is definitely too graphic for kids like there's a backstory to crease right and that was brutal vietnam stuff that's why it's brutal it's not well i mean and war i mean it's war so it's fucked up right okay so cobra kai (laughs) i love that show another one i could talk about that fucking show all day Mm -hmm. we're trying to get my parents to watch it and my dad will only watch one episode a week. He's like, I got to make this shit last until next season. I'm like, and I can't stand it. I want to talk. We we go over there a lot. You know, our daughter likes to uh, see them. So we end up taking her over there and we're like, what episode are you on? <laughs> we're oh, on. Well, you're not there yet. We're on episode four. I'm like, God damn it. I don't even know what episode four is. <laughs> I don't know how to talk to you about Cobra Kai. Hurry up. Yeah. We can't even do discussions with them because they haven't caught up yet. But I mean, I understand he wants to make it last until the next season comes out. But fuck that. We, I think we watched it in one day. Yeah. And then we watched it again the next day. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, let's watch it one more time. <laughs> we watched it like three or four times. We've watched the whole series collection at this point well, yeah. multiple times and we right all be- three seasons yeah right before season three came out we watched seasons one and two i think we watched it twice probably i think we did like the week of we make it sound like nothing we do nothing else but watch tv no, but i this promise is, this is in the background let's be <laughs> right. clear i promise there's a lot going on while that tv's on yeah but- we're playing lol dolls barbies barbies you know clask 
Oh. Love Glass. We might get to that in the next episode. Yeah, that, that's fine. But Glass but is awesome. <laughs> that is a type of kind of like a board game, but Yeah, it's like it's like miniaturized air hockey-ish with a little bit more rules. It's Ooh. like air hockey because you're using bumpers and you're using kind of like a puck, except it's just a ball. And yeah, but it's magnets to... though. I know, but it's still kind of like air hockey. The goal is to hit the thing into Hit the, the ball goal. into the goal but there's a little more to it yeah and it's more strategic it's definitely not like let me slam it up against the wall and hope for the best there's a little more to it right there's fucking competitions for this <laughs> class champion it is a two-player one-on-one type of board game and it I will admit it has its entertainment value. It's fun. It gets really competitive too. I mean, there's there's these cool little quirks that make it kind of interesting. There's these magnets on the board that you can't get attached to you while you're also trying not to put your piece into your own goal. It's fun. Yeah. And again, our daughter likes it, so six year old approved. Oh yeah, for <laughs> sure. It's just let them beat your ass a couple times so they don't fucking rage on you. A little bit of interest is drummed up as well. Yeah, we, <laughs> we we brought it over to or yeah, we brought it over to my in laws' house, and you know we we got we all got competitive. It was fun, and our daughter and our nephew played. And our daughter's a little more coordinated than our nephew, and you know she beat him. Blah blah blah, whatever. Well, he got fucking mad. I brought it over there. I brought the game over there, and I wasn't really expecting pieces to go flying all over the fucking house. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? I just brought, I just bought this. <laughs> you would think the adults would be the competitive ones, but here you have a six-year-old versus a three-year-old, yeah. and they're throwing tantrums. Holy shit. Losing. I'm like, golly, y'all need to calm down, both of you. <laughs> Stop. I mean, I'm trying to find the pieces after after they... They had a fucking death match. <laughs> I couldn't freaking believe it. It was funny as hell, though. I mean, I laughed. They get along so well. Oh, but yeah, yeah our together. family's very competitive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got this miniature foosball table for our daughter for Christmas. And I was on one side and Lynn's and our daughter were on the other side. Where are you going with this? Well, I whooped their butts. Where are you going with this? By myself. Where are you going with this? And I was like, let's play again. And Linz was like, you take it too far. I'm like, what do you mean I take it too far? I just whooped your ass. No, keep going. You said, let's play again. Let's play again. I could kick your ass again. Let's do it again. Well. Yeah. Why are you what getting, do you mean? Well. Why would you get mad Why would I want to play again <laughs> if that is your attitude? Because you got to come back. Like nothing. But she, she lost like two or three times. Got super mad. Okay, I like, got super mad. You, how take about, it, you take it too far. How about I get mad at your attitude when you win? What do you mean? Show our daughter how to be a good sport. Well, she, well. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, she's. Let's show her how to be a good sport. Well, I do. I let her win all the time in class. I can't help it. I'd, I'd rather not do that fight. <laughs> I, I Honestly, when I play her, I end up hitting the ball into my own goal on purpose. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you did it. Woo-hoo. I'm like, fuck, I'm losing. <laughs> Dying a little bit on the other uh-huh. side. I'm like, I shouldn't be losing like this. <laughs> but I am. 
Okay, so going back to the original topic, yeah, which we was <laughs> <laughs> the nostalgic shows. So we said we talked about Peanuts. We talked about yeah. Cobra Kai. Did you know that Walker, Texas Ranger is back? It's back? It's back. With Chuck? No, no. That's the only downfall. Oh, yeah. You can't have Walker, Texas Ranger without fucking Chuck Norris. You know, his tears cure cancer. He never (laughs) cries. Reason? Well, there's no cure. Got it. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, it's actually on the CW, and it started in January of this year. So it's brand spanking new. There are not any actors that I recognized. I think the CW does that, don't they? Right. Yeah. They typically take people, random people. I don't think I've ever watched a CW show. I'm trying to think of one. I don't. Yeah, I can't. I can't name a. Well, I can name maybe Flash. Pretty sure Flash was on there. What are you doing? I might have to sneeze. Oh, don't. (laughs) I think Riverdale is on there. Sounds like some kind of dance. Ooh. <laughs> Might have to edit that. You're, no, you're getting your nighttime allergies. That's normal for you. Uh, I take medicine. Anyways. It doesn't help. So that's back. I'm kind of curious, honestly. Like, I don't. I know Chuck Norris. He's the main man. But. No, we ain't watching no Walker, Texas Ranger unless Chuck is in there. I'm curious, though. I know him on a first name basis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really curious about, you know. If it stands up to the nostalgia of Chuck Norris being in the show. I seriously doubt it. I uh, kind of agree, but I'm still curious. Yeah, I mean, I can't knock it. I haven't watched it. but Right. I want to pique my curiosity. I remember, I'm pretty sure this was Walker, Texas Ranger. The one episode I remember vividly was where the motherfuckers were killing people with knives made of ice. Oh. They couldn't find the fucking weapon. Because they were stabbing people Ooh. and leaving it in, and it would melt. I'm like, that shit is crazy. I'd be a little too soon to talk about ice in Texas right now. My bad, Texas. <laughs> I love you. I still love you, Texas. I hope they make it through what they're yeah, going I'm, through right now. I'm Our some fucked up shit. Prayers and thoughts with everyone. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, that, that's no way to to live you know absolutely hopefully they get their grids and all that shit straight after this and this doesn't happen ever again i mean i understand you don't get snow but you still got to prepare for the worst but also in my opinion a lot of people should take some of the responsibility into their own hands and prepare for themselves to you know buy food buy some freeze-dried food i know it's prepper shit but (laughs) You never know when this stuff's going to happen. Especially these days. It seems like more and more natural disasters are happening in states that never typically get them. Yeah. I mean, but you got to you have to take try to be self-sufficient at least a little bit. You know, the majority of the time, you're not going to need freeze dried food. I get it. But this shit lasts 20 years. And even after that, it you can still eat it. It just doesn't taste as good. Well, I saw this thing where you can actually heat a room with a clay pot and some tea candles and some bricks. So you set the yeah. clay pot on top of the bricks and light the tea candles. Who fucking taught you that shit, Bear Grylls? Facebook. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> saw it on Facebook. So yeah, I don't believe everything you, you read on the internet. I was just about to say, but <laughs> it's going around, so maybe it might help somebody. And I, I really hope people in Texas. Yeah, I do too. It's, but like I are said, stronger for it. Like I said, try to you know 
Get yourself. I know it's too Don't late. Don't be a doomsday person. No, but yeah, but just prepare prepared. a little bit. You know, get you some water filtration stuff. Life straws are good. Life straw makes a kit that you can. I think you can fucking filter like five thousand gallons of water. That is a shitload. Get a couple of those. You know, get you some. Get you a couple buckets of freeze dried food. Just keep them in your closet somewhere. Keep them in the garage. Keep a clay pot, bricks, and. Yeah, maybe two lights around too. <laughs> maybe, maybe or yeah, put a pyramid in your house and you never run out of power. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you never know. No, but and seriously, find that though, capstone. Try to, you know, I hate sounding like I'm trying to preach cuz it's it's too late for a lot of people, but I just wish a lot of people would be self-sufficient a little bit, you know. If the lights turn off, it's not the end of the world. Get yourself a generator, you know. Get yourself a shitload of fuel. Yep. I mean, weather-related stuff, usually you have time. You know, there's forecasts and shit. Start prepping. Seriously. Get more than bread and milk, too. Yeah, don't. Way. Don't. And toilet paper. Like, what? what's with toilet paper and COVID? I mean, if it's snow, you just wipe your ass with some snow. That's a fabulous idea. It'll feel weird. Well, I did. I did hear a really. Why would that feel weird? It's fucking cold. Okay, I guess my wiener would shrivel up and probably turn into a I vagina. Guys just shook. Like I didn't think they wiped their your asshole. Okay, <laughs> wipe your asshole. But me wipe the act of wiping my bum uh-huh. with snow would bum. cause my front wiener, front wiener, to shrivel up into a vagina. No, but just to continue another tip that i read was i saw some lady was boiling snow oh for for water so i thought that was an awesome way to at least get enough water to maybe drink brush your teeth all that stuff right wow don't rely on other people if you can you know just just don't expect it we we as Americans have become really accustomed to luxuries. Absolutely. For good reason. Yep. I mean, it is what it is, but doing so has caused us to get soft and weak. We need to start not cutting ties, but just take some self-responsibility and take care of your own your own shit. Don't try to try not to rely on other people for things, you know, if possible. In the extent of your survival. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, just like I said, this this Texas thing, I it's awful. It's an awful situation. I don't think I have enough stuff to be that 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 we would be prepared for it. But this Texas thing has opened my eyes up a lot. Right. It's making me want to add to our stash. Right. You know, I want to be able to say, hey, if a storm like Texas hits and we can't get out for weeks and we might not have power, well, we've got blankets. You know, extra blankets. We've got clay pot, clay pot with fucking bricks and tea scented lights. tea light candles. Oh, it would smell good at the same time. Yeah, and food and water. Yep. We have all that stuff. You know, you, you don't want to freeze. You don't want you don't you don't want to starve. You don't want to dehydrate. dehydrate. Just buy that stuff. Buy the necessities. That way. You can get through it. Life will suck for a while. You're not going to have TV. You're not going to be able to turn the heat on or the lights on, but at least you got, you're going to live. Right. You know, I, Absolutely. I don't want to sound preaching. I don't want to sound like we shouldn't rely on the power grid and 
lights turning on when we flip a switch. But at the same time, we got to, as people, we got to just suck it up and buy shit for ourselves. Right. I mean, I'm just, a, I like that stuff anyway. I, my parents got me a bunch of stuff like that for Christmas a while back. And they bought yep. me a bunch of samplers too. And it, that food is pretty fucking good. I yeah. think it's Blue Mountain. Oh my God. Blue Mountain. And it's just freeze dried, freeze dried buckets of food. You just add water to it. Yeah. It is not bad. We had what? The biscuits and gravy? We had biscuits and gravy. And I, we had some kind of taco one, I think. Did we? Yeah. I think I it was, it was eggs. I think we had eggs too. There was like three or four samples we got. But we sampled it. It's tasty. <laughs> it took away from our stash. No, we didn't what? take it away from the stash. No, they they instead of breaking open the buckets that are sealed, they bought us extras ah, to taste. Gotcha. Yeah, so. Going back to the original topic. Get you a good knife, too. Gotta have a knife. Knife okay. is an essential fucking tool. Very important. You can make spears and shit with a knife. Oh. What are you going to do, catch fish? What if you got it? Okay. What if you run out of buckets of food? Okay. I'm with you. I, pro- I get yeah, it. probably get you a firearm, too. <laughs> Anything else you want to add to I this? mean, especially when you're in Texas. Yeah. I bet you all of you got a fucking firearm. Oh, I'm sure. Down there, they're <laughs> armed to the tooth. Yeah. Going back to the original topic of the nostalgic shows. I don't have one. Animaniacs. Yeah, well, I'll say when I was a kid, I didn't like it. Me either. I didn't understand it. Agreed. It was a lot of pop culture stuff. Well, it was a lot of things that kids don't worry about or read into or... You know what it reminds me of? You know how Family Guy references a lot of society and happenings? Yeah. It's just like that. Yeah, I would Except even take that... Except it's a kid version. I would even take that a step further where... Almost like Beavis and Butthead. Oh, but God. without the cursing. <laughs> yeah, Beavis and Butthead was, was awesome. Yeah, but I mean, it still has that humor to it. I mean, I guess Family Guy does too, but I don't know. I just feel like it's even deeper into pop culture than even Family Guy. I think so too. They, I mean, that we just, to be fair, we just started watching Animaniacs. On. Oh yeah, this, we watched the first episode that it had. It's been out for a couple of weeks ago. Right. Yeah. It's so, been out for a while. Right. And we just started it. And I was like, holy shit, this is actually kind of funny. <laughs> they were making fun of drones and everybody being on their phones all the time. I was cracking up laughing. Yeah. What changed in the past 20 years since they've been gone. Yeah. And yeah, it was, I mean, it, the references were spot on. Absolutely. I still don't dive that deep into pop culture. Nah, me me personally. I so, try to stay out of a lot of shit, to be honest with you. Right. The less to stress about, the less. Yeah, I know. mean, okay. As far as pop culture goes. Like, yeah. There's, and media and all that. Like, worries. I have, with my OCD, have taken a pretty large step back in reading about current events and stuff. I mean, obviously, I see stuff like Texas on the news, but I, I generally don't don't read about stuff like that. I try to I try to separate myself. I know it sounds like just putting the blinders on, but No, I think it's what most people have to do even with COVID right now. Yeah. You have to almost manage how much you're taking in that is going on in the world. Well, because yeah. it can get heavy. It can well, get so heavy so quick if you are taking in too much. So and, and having, managing what you are digesting in the world is okay. And having OCD, anxiety, all that stuff does is feed it it 
freaks you out. I mean, people with contamination OCD, I would, I can't imagine how you are feeling right now with COVID. Right. I can only imagine that it's 10,000 times worse. Right. Than it is for someone like me, you know, who has different types of OCD. Right. Not contamination. I did have contamination OCD when I was a kid, though. Yes. I was in the movies and I remember going to the bathroom. I washed my hands like 38 times and my mom had to come in the boys' bathroom. And drag your ass out. out. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm washing my hands. And she asked the guy, she was like, is there a little little boy in there? And the guy was like, yeah, he's washed his hands like 42 times. (laughs) My mom was like, get the fuck out here, dude. Because you would touch something and have to wash your hands. Yeah, I would would wash my hands and then I would touch the nozzle to turn off the water. And then I'd be like, oh, shit. (laughs) I gotta wash my hands again. So I turned the nozzle again and I washed my hands again. And it just repeated itself over and over. It went away. Good. That one did. So Animaniacs, and then the last one that I wanted to say, and pose this as one that they should bring back, not necessarily with the original cast and not necessarily with the movie crew that they used, but Baywatch. Why haven't they rebooted Baywatch? I don't know. Well, I mean, they kind of did with the movie. Right, but apparently the movie didn't do too hot. I don't I don't understand why. I thought it was an okay movie. It was funny. It has very hot individuals in it, both male and female. Yes. They're very attractive people. So I, I just I don't see why it didn't do very well. Maybe the storyline. It was it was, I mean, it was okay. It was bland. Yeah, I mean, it was okay, but like I don't know. I feel like it's a good television show. Like it's a good series. So I feel like they could bring it back. Now, again, it doesn't have to be with the movie crew or any of the original cast members. It shouldn't be with any of the original cast members. They're like 90. Well, I mean, they could they could make a cameo, but... Well, yeah, I mean, they... What was it? Pamela Anderson made a cameo in the movie. Right. Well, and so didn't Hasselhoff make a cameo? I don't know. I don't know what he did after he was eating all them burgers and shit, <laughs> all drunk and stuff. But I'm just really surprised that didn't that one has kid record him doing that? Yes, his daughter. I would, have, I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> They record me eating my daggone drunk food. Well, I that's disrespectful. I forget what all that was even about. I think oh, it was just because he was trashed, right? I can't remember if he said anything that was wrong. I don't I don't know if you could understand what he was fucking saying at that time. It was just because he was trashed, I think. <laughs> so, I mean, he was fucking drunk. Everybody gets drunk. Oh yeah. And if I mean, you say you've never gotten drunk, I mean, I believe you, but I guarantee 90% of the world has at least gotten hammered once. Well, speaking of that, the the whole Tom Brady fiasco, not even fiasco down in Florida when he got off that that cruise ship he paid for. Right. He, I, I was reading the Twitter feeds of this stuff. See, that's where I get some of my news from, <laughs> which is not good, I admit. But I generally tend to only follow people that are in like the Bitcoin space and that and, and a few OCD people. But uh, yeah, so. I saw somebody tweet about Tom Brady and I was like, all right, let me read the fucking comments of this shit. And it was him getting off the the boat drunk, which I thought was hilarious. I mean, to me, it made him look more human than he's ever looked to me. The dude is a machine. He's the greatest fucking quarterback of all time. I don't care what you say, but he got off drunk. Dude was helping him walk to his car or, or whatever, you know, probably getting driven home. And, I saw a bunch of people on there saying, you're a role model. You shouldn't get drunk. It's like, well, first off, 
He he's just, human. He's human. He's he's celebrating. He just won the Super Bowl again, and quit acting like you fucking don't get drunk, right? And my kids are not his responsibility. They are not someone. And honestly, as a parent, I will not tell my daughter. Or shit, I'm fumbling up words. I will tell you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm like half asleep. I will tell my daughter, you know, if if she was to idolize, I, first off, I wouldn't want her to idolize anybody like that. That's just not right, you know. But if she were to look up to Tom Brady, I would say, look, he's human. He's having fucking fun. Now, I'm not going to say that you should go do that, too, but the dude's a human. Absolutely. He's just having fun. He just won the Super Bowl again. What the fuck's that paycheck look well, like? Well, and you're in Florida. It's yeah, it's 80 degrees shit. there. Yeah, they were all fucking boats and stuff. That's badass. Oh. Uh. A totally different environment than up in where do they play? At the Patriots play? I don't even know. Well, he's not Patriots a Patriot play. anymore. No, I know, no. but when he won the Super Bowl yeah, right. there, it was probably like floats in a parade in the street, whereas you're on a freaking yacht in the middle of yeah, the Gulf Coast. I got I have no negative things to say about that situation. I thought that what he did is perfectly fine. I think I, I mean, just said in the middle of the Gulf Coast. You you all right? I need to go to Well, wait, what? In the middle of the Gulf Coast? I don't think that's right. Is that right? I think Tampa's in the Gulf side. It is in the Gulf, okay. but to say in the middle of the Gulf Coast? Well, I mean, boats don't work on land. Right. So yeah. I feel like... I'm taking the buttons away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the buttons away from you. Okay. So as far as nostalgic shows, that's the wrap up there. One of the other items that I wanted to do today oh, is... I, I'm, You know, I looked at my list. Sorry. Go ahead. Just finish. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you for allowing me to finish. You're welcome. Greatly appreciated. <laughs> Favorite songs in 2020 based on our Spotify playlist. And disclaimer for our anybody listening to this, our daughter plays a lot of music on our Spotify account. It's because of our smart, our, our smart speakers. <laughs> it's getting later and later. Oh, damn it. And we it's, are getting it, It's because and of sillier. our smart speakers. Right. So, but I still thought it would be funny to yeah, see no, what our funny. number one, our, our top five songs, favorite songs in 2020, what they were. Just based on Spotify and regardless of what they are, name your top five. You want to go first? No, you go ahead. I want to okay. hear yours. I'm All kind right. of interested in yours. So number one is Andra Day, the song called Rise Up. I know that yeah. one, yeah. That is my number one played song for 2020. That's um, your hype song right there. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. that's really good. Like, when I was doing, uh, I get in kicks of doing yoga a lot. I mean, that's one that I just, it gets the flow going, breathing. Mm, nice. Number two. <laughs> number two is IDGAF, so I don't give a fuck. I do a Lippa, I think that's how you say her name. But it's basically like... What kind of lip? Dua. A Dua lip. So two lips. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> she has She has two. Oh, okay. Calm down. <laughs> Anyways, but that's another kind of hype song, honestly. Like, give a fuck. Uh. Oh. Uh. Okay. So that's number two. Number three is Jealous by Nick Jonas. It's just a good song. And then here's where it starts to get weird. Number four and five for me... <laughs> Are both Trolls World Tour, so Trolls number two movie, soundtrack, songs. 
The, the number four is the yodel beat. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, but to be fair, you actually said you like that. Shit. I do. It's so good. Like, it's like a mixture of reggaeton and yodeling at the same time. And I do kind of like it. Uh, I can see you driving to work and fucking cranking <laughs> your music up. Like that, like that one dude was... That was doing that when we came back from the beach that one time. He was fucking playing Katy Perry on Harley. He was cranking up <laughs> on Katy. his Harley motorcycle. Yeah, he had Katy Perry blast stuck in I was traffic. Laughing my fucking ass off. Good grief! All right, so in the last one again, Trolls World Tour. Don't slack is the number five song. I think that's the one where I think that's the credits actually, but it's with Anderson Pack, I think, and Justin Timberlake. So. That is my top five for 2020. I think the top three are me, and the other two are well, do, half me. Do do six and seven. Then. You want six and seven? Well, yeah, since the those two aren't, they're, they're definitely not yours. To be fair. Well, okay, so six is definitely me. Trampoline with Zane and Shade. I think her name is. I can't pronounce these people's names. I know so that's. Bad. I'm a little worried about my number two. S H A E D, and I apologize sincerely for not being able to pronounce that. But that's my number six, Trampoline, and that is a really good song. I like that one, too. I can just envision, like, all this choreography in my head, and it would be amazing. What, jumping on Trampoline? Kind of, but, like, for dancers. Like, if they were to dance to this song and to have choreography. On a trampoline. No. Oh, sorry. On a stage, but you can make it look like they're jumping. Anyways, (laughs) number seven is our daughter's all-time favorite song, I think. She can re- she can literally sing every single word. What is it? Pop song. Pop song. Uh huh. Come on. This is a toughie. The middle by Aww. Zed, Marion Morris, and Gray. Yeah, but she goes through phases. I mean, that's true. Yes, but she does like that song. She sings this song at the top of her lungs every time it's played. She loves that. She song. likes Savage Love too. True. She does like Savage Love by who's that by? I don't even know. Jason Derulo. Is it? Okay. I think so. I always get him and somebody else mixed up, but yes. So those are my top seven then for you. When she first started singing that song, the Jason Derulo song, or yeah, Savage Love, he says, I don't, you know, don't give two fucks or whatever. Uh I'm like, what'd you say? And she's like, give two fuss. I'm like, (laughs) oh, shit. Thank God. She did cover it up really well. Yeah, I don't, so I don't know if she I don't know if she caught herself and was like, ooh, let me figure something out. <laughs> she real knows quick. what she knows what she's doing. Uh-huh. But she uh I think I think they play that shit at Kids Bop. Yeah, Kids Bop at school. Right. And she picked it all up, but but we listen to it in the car and we don't listen to the kids bop version. Sometimes. And she ends up saying she ends up mimicking the song and saying, Gives too fast. <laughs> like yeah, you got it. In. Uh-huh. D- disclaimer, we're not bad parents, I promise. No. No. <laughs> we our daughter knows the difference between good words, bad words, right and wrong. I promise. I mean, she does think cuss words are funny as shit though. Well, what kid doesn't? And uh, poop. I and mean, farts. yeah, right. Like what kid doesn't? But all right, hit me with your top 5. Well, I want you to guess number 1. Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve by Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. That's my fucking shit. It's very odd how that was like your number one song for 2020, even before COVID hit. No. No? This was an after COVID song. Okay. But it was like the summer that I, COVID was happening or something. Well, yeah, it was last. Yeah, obviously it was this last This past year. summer, right? It looks like, hang on, it was released in November. 
No. Date added. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay, so never mind. But yeah, so they didn't want to release. Supposedly, I believe, Bring Me the Horizon that want to release this song because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And then they were like, you know what? Fuck it. People need to hear it. Right. It's an awesome song. I love that shit. And my number two. It may have been a good song at one point, but you have played that motherfucker out. That's that's a fucking, that is a jam. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great. Two? What's number two? Let me see if you can guess it. I can never guess your songs because you listen to all kinds of shit. I just listen to. I'm very eclectic. Yes. I listen to mainly just one genre. Metal. (laughs) Wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Tell me. Iris Uh, by Diamante. Something like that. And Breaking Benjamin. Yes. I actually like that version better than the original by Goo Goo Dolls. Really? Yeah, I mean, I really like it also because our daughter sings the girl part. <laughs> that's a girl singing, so I got to sing it. But that's how she identifies that song, too. Daddy, I want to sing the girl part. Uh-huh. She, if she says that, I'm like, okay, I got to play Iris. <laughs> and then number three is Uh-Oh by Puddle of Mud. I'm trying to sing it in my head. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. Got it. And then number four is Not Mine. <laughs> Old Town Road remix. <laughs> Whatever. Lil Nas even. X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Don't even. After we heard it that one time at the pool, you went all in and started playing that song a lot. I mean, I, I like it, but it doesn't deserve to be on my top five list. <laughs> it's on my top five okay. list because of the smart home speakers that we have. Okay. The reason why I'm not saying what we have is because I don't want that dumbass to go off. <laughs> Should we spell it? Yeah. <laughs> And then my number five is Savior by Any Given Day. Again, I'm trying to sing it in my head. You don't know that one, I don't think. I don't know that one. You've heard it, but I don't think you could... um, Sing it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's metal. It's screaming and stuff. Uh. You're my savior. Oh, okay, yep. See, as soon as you said that. Yeah, and then, well, because... You have such a beautiful singing voice. I know. It's so wonderful. Since I think number four is not technically mine, I'll go to number five. Six. <laughs> count, honey, count. I need to. I need to get that cold card calculator. Out. <laughs> he needs some milk. Plug. And yeah, number six is Ricochet by Star Set. Oh, that's definitely you. Oh, for sure, that's me. But but our daughter loves that shit. When yeah, when she was younger, like what three or four, she would fist pump to that song. <laughs> And I'm just going to go for number seven, too. Every, Do it. Everything's going to be all right by David Lee Murphy and Kenny uh, Chesney. That's yeah, a good one. That was a good. That was one of the songs that I would listen to when I was really down on myself during all this OCD shit. You know, yeah, I would listen to it just to kind of pick me up. Give me a little light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Yep. Everything's going to be one more. Uh-huh. One more because this one's funny. <laughs> Why is it funny? It's not funny. CMFT must be stopped. <laughs> by Corey Taylor, Tech Nine, and Kid Bookie. I love he was that. part of what? He... Slipknot. Slipknot. That's right. Slipknot okay. and Stone Sour. Gotcha. Gotcha. I remember. He's that got now. a fucking crazy, incredible voice. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of range. That song's kind of funny. Hey, see motherfucking T, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I like that song. But yeah, that's all I got on there. That's awesome. I think that was fun. Actually, going through our top. Yeah, I mean, I will admit that I wasn't just going to open this up and just read off of it because I didn't want to be embarrassed. Oh, but I'm kind of happy with my uh, top, what, seven, eight. I mean, I 
am too. I mean, even the troll songs. I mean, that just makes me laugh because yeah. of our daughter. You yeah, know, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not. A, I was hoping something wasn't going to pop up that I would be embarrassed of. That was actually mine. <laughs> like what? Let's think about. That. I don't know. Let me scroll through here. I, I'll just oh, no. fucking do it. Yeah. I'm gonna oh do it. no! Here we go. Uh, I'm kind of nervous. No. I yeah. Just go. Oh yeah. Here we go. Into the uh, no. <laughs> but and, panic. No. Oh, it's the actual. I want the real one. (laughs) By Indina? Indina Menzel and Aurora. I'm not. I really do kind of like that song. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Oh, honey. You are such a girl, dad. I am. I I mean, you got to just embrace that shit. Absolutely. (laughs) Let her do your makeup and everything. No, I won't do that. She she has painted your nails before though. She's oh, actually yeah, pretty good at that. She's 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 really good at it. Plus we got we get her that plastic shit that peels right off the rubber stuff. It's kind of fun to peel, peel, peel. peel. Kind of fun to peel. That's what we got now. Okay, now we have COVID life. Bringing it back to COVID and all of its wonderfulness. Just kidding. But I'm going to keep it light this time rather than kind of diving into it. And we because of COVID we were granted the opportunity to telework. And with teleworking, at first, we started out, I was on the couch in our living room with my laptop in my lap. And you... Yeah, I was on the dining room table. With a couple... You actually had two monitors, though. Yeah, I went went to my work and snagged my work setup. Right. But with that, we were so uncomfortable and it just felt like we weren't being very productive we were very distracted even at the beginning i mean you had to get up a lot i was sitting at a dining room table chair right fucker didn't swivel (laughs) it didn't fucking move so it wasn't like you could kind of like adjust your you know you sit at a desk for a couple hours you want to kind of move around a bit even if you're just sitting there right not in a dining room chair Well, even sitting on the couch and I don't know, I felt like I was one of those people that you saw depicted, you know, the, I don't know, the people who would lay on the couch all day and eat bonbons. That's what I felt like. I wasn't doing that necessarily. My, my choice is Reese's. Oh, you were, you were working hard. Yeah. Well, I felt so distracted sitting there though. Yeah. Like I'm looking around my house, like, okay, there's a, a million Barbies on the floor and there's, you know, a snack wrapper left on the table and there's. It was just like very distracting to even sit there. So we took it upon ourselves to redo one of our rooms in our house into an office space. So I wanted to talk about what are some of the office equipment that we think are must-haves for anyone who wants to redo theirs. A stand-up desk. 110% agree. I haven't even used my stand-up desk, but I I, have. I like knowing that I can. <laughs> It's a comfort thing. It is. It's like, okay, because I know, I know for a fact, if I would have said, nah, just get, just get regular desks, I'd have been fucking pissed at myself. Right. I'd have been like, man, I really would like to stand up today. Right. Well, you can't, dummy, because you decided to skimp out on cost and go with the cheap shit. Mm-hmm. And we probably would have bought something to go on top of the desk to raise everything. No, I agree. We actually got desks that are motorized and rise with the motor. They are flexispot desks. And they're nice too. They are very nice. They uh, are have really they, nice colors. Aren't they the? I don't want to say the cheap version, but aren't they like the budget version of Versa desk? Exactly. Yep. Flex. But they're spot. nice. 
is technically the budget version, Versadesk, Veridesk, any of the more well-known brand types. But their quality is amazing. It looks good. It's awesome. Like They have all the color selections. They have all of the varying sizes that you would expect. It's really good stuff. I actually had gotten them for work, too. So they're really great. I I love these desks, and they're really pretty color. I would definitely suggest that you also buy a monitor stand instead of using the bases that come with your monitors. Agreed. Yep, that was the next thing. it, It cleans up a ton of desk space. Like, I have two, I have really three monitors because of my laptop. Well, two of the monitors are 24-inch standalones. So you've got these wide monitors and they both have their own bases. And the bases are pretty big just so they don't wobble, you know. And just getting a single point that goes down to the desk and then clamps onto the edge, it saves a ton of space. And then even then, you can put stuff underneath your monitors now. Yep. And and it also looks clean. You've got nice cable cable management on the back, so you don't have all these cables running out that you can see. It, it's it it cleans up the desk space a lot. Agreed. I think as far as your actual setup, those two things are critical. Yeah. For you to be effective at working from home, but there are a couple of things that we got that were actually aside from our setup. And one of those is a pretty little bookshelf. <laughs> what we use it for <laughs> is totally utility purposes. It's our fucking teapot holder, <laughs> coaster, uh-huh. hand sanitizer. Yep. It's got a few knickknacks on it. Snacks. But it mainly <laughs> is there as like a halfway house for our <laughs> Food or our debris, (laughs) the debris of our eating, our lunch, either at our desk or just in the office in general. Yeah, I had snack basket. I had my Bitcoin node on display there, too, but it was a little too noisy. The fan, right? Yeah, it had that humming sound made you want to fall asleep. So, no, not conducive to. And you can't podcast with a freaking computer fan whizzing Right. right next to your dome piece. Exactly. So based on those three things, I think if you have a place to kind of set snacks (laughs) and all of your food debris and then standing desks and your monitor stands, I think those are very important things to have in your home office. There's one more thing that we technically don't have yet that I think we should have. What you talking about, Willis? Trash can. Okay, true. We (laughs) We carry up one one grocery bag we go down there to make tea because our our office is up up where our bedrooms are and we go downstairs we make breakfast we make tea and and we pack the bag full we pack the bag bag of all the snacks (laughs) it's like a it's like our our daily ration of food Mm-hmm. Then we bring it upstairs, we empty that bag, and then all day we use that bag as a trash bag. It's a good idea, but yeah. it's it's dumb. <laughs> Let's fucking buy a trash can. It's we like are you spend... reusing the grocery bags. We okay. are being conservative. Okay, buy a trash can and put the fucking grocery bags in the trash can instead of hanging it off of the damn coaster holder. Okay, you know I what? I just knocked it over today because its fucking coaster holder weighs half a pound. No! Those are stone coasters, okay? They're nice. 
They're yeah, heavy. and I almost broke them because they all flew all over the room. Stop being so rough. Calm down. That's not what you always say. I, I was <laughs> waiting for it. You've been on a roll as is. <laughs> Goodness. Okay. So beyond that, we've talked about our desk, the stands, and our halfway house for our food debris. <laughs> and a trash can. And a trash can as your must-haves. The last thing that I have as far as topics go is the Mars rover. Oh, yeah. That's cool. I, like I that stuff. am so excited about it. I think it is amazing but also kind of eerie why do you think it's eerie so there's that clip floating around between facebook and you or facebook youtube twitter wherever you're looking where it lands and it takes a look around and it's actually bringing back the images and the sound yeah yeah i the remember sound of the planet it's so i know it'd be weird if i mean that movie, The Martian, put it into perspective. Like, he was the only person on that planet. Right. And so the rover, I mean, it's not alive, though, so I can't say that. But just knowing that that's the only thing on that planet. Mm-hmm. That is fucking weird. Yeah. Imagine that. You're by yourself. You're by yourself. Right. What the fuck? You're by yourself. There's no sound. Like, could you imagine? But- that's the no sound. It would be weird to not be able to process a sound. Well, you couldn't communicate with anybody. It's weird, but the whole purpose of this rover even going up there is to investigate whether or not life has ever been on that planet. So it's going to be doing some geological. Please don't find anything. I'm so nervous about this. It's going to be like that game Mass Effect where Mars was like a fucking gateway to other galaxies and shit, and then the Reapers came and tried to extinguish all life in the known universe. Well, I kind of... (laughs) I'm not even going to talk about that. You stick over... You're good with your video game. (laughs) Go play Um, that game. That game is fun. (laughs) Elon Musk, I think, said it the best, that either there is no other life in this entire universe, or... There's a shit ton out yeah, there. Yeah, there's there, there there's no mi- medium. Right. There's no middle. It's either zero or an unfathomable amount of life out there. Right. I think he said it exactly right. So I know it is feasible that that rover's going to find something on Mars. But I hope it doesn't. Scares the shit out of me. Yeah, I know cuz I, I that worries the shit out of me too cuz like what if they did find, like, a skeleton that was like a human? Oh, God. Seriously. I mean, or even, what would or, that mean? Or, you even, know? or not, even, not even like a human skeleton, but like a fucking animal. I don't know what that would mean at that point. I don't either. You know? I don't think anybody like, would right now. What would that mean? Does that mean that... I mean, I'd, I would purposefully shit my pants. <laughs> Does that mean that life was on that planet and somehow moved to earth and that's you know like the future of earth like was that what that would mean don't get me started on that other conspiracy that was on that damn thread (laughs) all these alien sightings that we're seeing in this country right are actually time traveling humans trying to cure cancer in the future and shit okay great (laughs) you're not allowed on twitter anymore no Uh, I don't, I just, I don't know. Like, I, I'm really excited about this rover and that it landed and what we're seeing, but I'm really kind of nervous yeah, about I know. It, it all. It just makes you wonder, like, okay, we find something. What's the next step? Yeah. 
What do we do? I mean, okay, say we do find it and say it is extinct. What does that mean? Right. That doesn't, well, I guess to me, or I guess that does mean that there's probably a shit ton of life out there then. We just haven't discovered it yet. And if that, I don't know, like, whoo, yeah, that's Yeah, that'd be mind-blowing for that's, sure. That's huge. It'd be kind of weird. Yeah, so definitely more to come as that rover does its thing. And hopefully that motherfucker just breaks down. <laughs> no, no, well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know how to feel about it. I know. I want to know, but I don't want to know. I, and I almost it, wonder, like, will something stop it from finding it? And if it does, what does that mean? There's so many. Well, you remember the trailer for Transformers and it was Bumblebee grabbing her? Yeah, what if that shit happened? Like the dark side of the moon? That's when that happened, right? I, no, the, I think oh. it was a, a actual Mars rover. Bumblebee grabbed it. Oh. Is that what that was? Yeah, I think so. I thought it was the dark side of the moon and they grabbed something or whatever. Anyways, but yeah, so the Mars rover, I'm sure there's tons more to come from it. I'm I'm not I'm not even sure how long it's gonna be there if it's there indefinitely or Yeah, I don't it can't come back. It can't how could it? Fly back? Oh (laughs) good. I mean it got there. Yeah, it's a one way trip. Oh, okay. That's why why there's no people there. Well, I don't think it'll ever really I mean, obviously it'll go It'll go bad, but... Right, there's something powering it. Solar. Yeah, so... Well, I mean, then it might not ever go bad. I don't know. Batteries and stuff go bad, so... Yeah, so... I mean, it may break down, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, so I'm sure... Yeah, I think... Isn't there another rover up? There was. It's still there, then. Right. So he's got a little rover buddy. He can still talk. (laughs) That's what... Oh, shit. (laughs) That's where... Yeah, yeah, that's where they're going to build their fucking robot AI base. rocks. You can't, don't put it past these motherfuckers. Okay, gotcha. Okay, well, anyways, tons more to come from the rover, I'm sure. And maybe we'll be a little more educated the next time we talk about it, too, as well, far as what it's doing. You how got long the gist there out there. there. Yeah, I I think it's interesting, and it's kind of scary at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I'm kind of enjoying watching space come back into the mainstream. Everybody got so used to missions and stuff being a success, and you know, it's like there was no media coverage because there wasn't all these fucking disasters. So everybody stopped watching and blah, blah, blah. I remember my, my dad and stuff always told me that they would watch it at school. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't do that anymore. Well, That's it's not as historic anymore, but it, but, but it should be with Papa Elon at the wheel. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying the shit out of what SpaceX is doing and Tesla for that matter. Absolutely. With- He's got a crazy mind, but I, I do enjoy watching what he does Yep, because he does have the capability and the funds to legitimately change the path for us. Yep. I mean, his goal, I think is to get us off the planet. Yeah. Like he, I think he even said that. And you know, back to his original comment of there's either none or a shit ton. Yeah. And you know what? He, Joe Rogan asked him, Stop you know, moving. how I can't help it. How often do you think about there being life? And he said, none. <laughs> it was like, it, he said until Joe I, Rogan's like, I have anxiety over it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and and he's just like, I don't, I mean, until someone brings me evidence that shows otherwise, I don't think that's, didn't he say it? Yeah. He didn't believe it. Yes, Any of that he stuff? does not believe that there is life out there because he has not been given evidence to prove it otherwise. Right, and he, I mean, he would he would 100% change course if he found evidence. Yep, so I mean, Mars Rover? I guess, I guess he's not really a disbeliever as, in, as more of like a neutral party. He's like, I don't know. Right. I haven't 
seen otherwise, so I'm going to continue to say no. It doesn't exist. Right. Yep. So uh, we'll see what the Mars rover does, and it might totally shatter our world. They're going to dig up one of them Mass Effect relays. Oh, oh my good god! Lord. <laughs> Video games and Twitter. You're done. Oh. <laughs> Well, I think that's all I have. You got anything else? I'm good. All I right. am good. Hopefully this podcast sounds better because of this new mixer we got here. So well, I think we went kind of long. Oh, yeah. It's definitely long. Just fucking skip this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Skip uh, Russ's part. All right. Well, see you guys next time. Later. Thanks for listening to the Unholy Union podcast. Want to be a super fan? Join the Unholy Union Patreon for ad-free early access to all of our episodes at patreon.com slash unholyunion. For more Unholy Union content, check out our social media at Unholy Union Cast on Instagram and Twitter. We also have Facebook and TikTok. Want to support the podcast? Rock some merch. Check out our merchandise store on our site at store.unholyunionpodcast.com. See you at the next episode. It's what you do with the things you love.